0: This is Rick, your host, and today I'd like to introduce Kenny Medina from Kilos Media. Are going to be our featured YouTube channel of the month on the um, Custom Vita website. How's it going, Kenny?
1: Good man. How about yourself?
0: Uh, So far, so good. You know, staying staying busy. Um, Try not to be overwhelmed. Try to keep this uh, get a, a good pace going with the whole new Custom Vita website.
1: It's good, man. It's good to stay productive and I keep building.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a constant, but you know, it, it's it's kind of what I wanted, so it's time to do what I got to do. But yeah, man. for yourself, you know, um, so I actually, you know, how I found you, you actually, I put, I had said something about, you know, trying to, um, uh, bring in other talent or stuff like that from my YouTube channel and, and, Correct, and then uh, you know you chimed in. And I checked out your videos, yep. and and man, I, I mean, really, I got to give it to you. Your videos are amazing.
1: I appreciate uh, it, man. I appreciate I, it. I really
0: enjoy watching them. I, I mean, and um, you know, so what? So so where? Tell us about yourself. Where are you, where are you located? Um, where are you okay. out of? And and, uh, and then what got you involved in in the lowrider scene?
1: So I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, that's kind of the closest thing, if you don't know where that is, kind of by Detroit, it's like two hours out of Detroit, kind of between Chicago and New York. So, um, mm. North, so like Canada's on the other side, we have a lake, um, not so many lowriders out in this area, but growing up, uh, Latino, you know, I always liked lowrider bikes. Um, I used to collect the low lowrider bicycle magazines, um, mm. and I, uh, had a lowrider bicycle and, uh kind of just did everything from that. So from Lowrider Bicycles, I collected other magazines, I transitioned into cars, when I got old enough to have cars. Um, and then wanting to document it because being out here, it's a little bit different because nobody really documents it, especially like Lowrider Magazine used to cover stuff, um, Indianapolis, and I used to live through the magazines, but then they just looked at a little more magazine. So um, yeah. I kind of had no clue what was going on, but yeah, uh just really following it and growing up within that culture and uh been in a low rider since day one. So um had a bike when I was mad young and now I have a sixty four impala with two Pasco pumps and uh I like the historical side of low riding, so uh, I like to document and try to meet up with people that are doing stuff actively or that were doing stuff, um and kind of have a little bit of history, so it's kind of where uh, I take my position from.
0: Yeah, and, and and I see also, too, you're doing kind of like your own podcast style, uh, yeah. adding to adding to your content,
1: uh, Correct. Kick, so, kick it,
0: kicking it with kilos.
1: Yeah, I try to, uh, I travel for work. So if I'm ever in an area and uh, I find some low riders that want to kick it, I'll try to ask questions. I like to see, because low riding is different no matter where you go. And I'm sure you could pick up on this because you travel as a low rider as well. Yeah. What low riding is, is in Southern California is not the same as Morocco. And it's not the same in Chicago, it's not the same in Florida, it's not the same in New York, it's not the same here. No, and I'm what that much. means is like what setups people like, setup change from whatever city you're at. They they change what the popular car is that changed. The wheels that people ride definitely changed like back in the day it used to be Zenith up north in NorCal, uh yeah. were down south in LA. Um, and then even with the setups, like uh you have, if you're in Vegas, you're definitely running a black magic setup, but let's see how that black magic setup looks like. If you're, basically, if you're near Kentucky, most likely you're running a CCE setup. Um, if you're yeah. in LA, there's a good probability you're running a Hapo setup. So it just depends where you are. And that's my favorite part of seeing setups and, uh, kind of the more technological side of things or yeah. uh, mechanical and engineering side.
0: Yeah, it goes back to even like uh, when people were doing the Porky's uh, switches. Yeah, that that yeah, Porky's
1: was a a hot one. That was really big out here. People love out here. That's another thing. Uh, Like uh, in the Midwest, people how many switches you had made you kind of who you were. So like I was mad young (laughs) at the time, so I was not even double digits. I was single digit, like eight maybe seven. Uh And people used to come up with like the thirty six switches, the thirty two switches, and man, that was like. At the time, that was mind-boggling. I didn't understand what the switches really were, but, hey, you had 36 of them, but this guy only has 16, so, I mean, you're doing something, yeah. so.
0: Yeah, well, they basically almost made, it like, a switch for every movement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you look silly doing stuff like that. If you're running any more than four switches, it's kind of crazy, but, I mean, at the time, it, that's what the 90s was, man, being different, being radical, yeah. and uh, that's what made the 90s and 90s, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I remember that because I mean, it just at the end of the day, everybody had the big switch boxes. They can do yeah. all, they do everything, and, and 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 like what it came down to was, it was a lot of extra wiring for uh yeah. individual switch to control every different motion you can think of. And I think that it was a big thing when you had a single switch, um, three wheel motion. You know, single switch is one oh, switch. Yeah. You know, people wire that, and yeah. that was the big. I think after a while, once they did that, then it was the big thing, you know, because it just hit, all you had to yeah. do was hit one switch, boom, three wheel.
1: So, I mean, even yourself, you started with lowrider bikes, and then you had, what, like the white cutlets, right?
0: Yeah, I had, well, I had a, I had a lowrider bike, and then I went to, actually, I had a 77 Impala with the glass house, okay. and then, nice. and then, uh, later on, I had a 75 Monte Carlo, and then I okay. had, um, oh, no, I take that back, I had the. Uh, yeah, I had an 81 Cutlass after the Impala and then I had a 75 Monte Carlo and then I had um I, well it was all stock Buick Riviera and actually, yeah. yeah I take that back there. The Buick Riviera came after the the Cutlass, but the the Riviera, Okay. and then after that I stopped I stopped putting all my money into old schools cuz it was just getting uh time consuming to fix. Yeah. It. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and now like like you know nowadays it's all camera gear so oh yeah yeah so tell me about your youtube channel what what kind of got um
1: you know so what, i started youtube initially not mm-hmm. even doing lowrider content uh-huh. i started kind of in deception like 2006 2007. i was a heavy graffiti writer and i used to document kind of graffiti and mm-hmm. then i used to document i was still in, in high school at the time mm-hmm. high school fights uh, youtube kind of purged a lot of both of the sides of things they didn't like yeah. graffiti at the time they didn't like fights. So if you had fights up there, they would last a little bit, but then they get taken down. I wasn't backing anything up on cloud storage, anything like that. So that's kind of just lost media right now. Yeah. Um, but that, and then going into the train yards, paying freights, going cross country, um, just going out and uh, kind of just bombing the city, going out and uh, tagging up as much as I could and going with buddies and stuff and trying to film them. So, and then I transitioned into uh, I always before I was even doing that stuff I was a low rider I, I've been a low rider since I even had uh, like a, my first bike essentially so yeah I always was a low rider I transitioned into kind of documenting kind of the graffiti and you know you're in high school and stuff and then kind of went back into low riding and I saw that there was really nobody documenting this is late low days still and Flickr was still still pretty big and uh, I had a little bit of pocket change where I could kind of spend money on a camera so my first yeah. camera was just like, you know, a little point and shoot and uh, mm-hmm. just trying to document stuff. Cause looking back, I like to see the nostalgia things like, Hey, this is a picture from 95. This is a picture from my area. of So-and-so that was doing this thing and yeah. he was killing it. But other than the picture, nobody else knows about it. So it doesn't exist. And that's history right there. And unless you really know about it, it's lost its history. So I want to try to document as much history as I can. So mm-hmm. moving forward, I mean, Low riding's all over the world, man. There's low riders in France, there's low riders in Guam, there's low riders in Japan. Yeah. I mean, I know you see the subscribers talking, hey, we have low riders over here. People yeah, have invited exactly. me to Australia and stuff. And I mean, the, every single place there's low riding, there's low rider history. And everybody knows the history of LA, but there's so many other things that are going on in the world that are people are doing things and uh, it should be documented. So document it as much as
0: you can yeah absolutely and that's and that's exactly how i i started off with youtube was a, with a point and shoot and i'm like oh it does video and then i just started going yeah. to like and it was really this like actually some toy drives in san jose but it was at that like one point where people were saying oh it's dying out it's dying out and there's no yeah. uh, low riders and stuff like that was going on in san jose and and then i'm like well no it's not i mean we're still here so i just started and i had like my own personal channel and stuff like that. But then, you know, obviously it evolved into other things and, um, you know, and then, then you spend money on camera. So what, what are you using right now yeah. to shoot with mostly with so your, uh, YouTube videos
1: right now? Most of my videos actually come from a GoPro. I have a GoPro seven that I shoot Trusty, Um, mm-hmm. and then I have a GoPro 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I shoot a little bit of drone footage, um, just for on the fly. That yeah. GoPro is always good to go to. Um, and I mean, it captures everything. I like the cinematic shots. There's a lot. Of, mm-hmm. I watch everybody. If you're doing low rider content on YouTube, there's a good chance that I'm watching you and I'm probably commenting and you probably know. Um, so, I mean, I enjoy like a lot of the people up by you that are shooting stuff. Yeah. Um, the people in Southern California, everywhere that's shooting, essentially I'm watching. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to perfect myself, but essentially right now I'm kind of, it's kind of gorilla. I think mm-hmm. anybody who is thinking about getting into it can, kind of afford a lot of this equipment. Yeah. Um, I want to upgrade to some stuff, but right now it's just the GoPro, my drone. And then I have a Canon, uh, a rebel I eight that I'm Mm. shooting with, that I plan on updating. And, uh, that's really it. I want to get a a Canon. I'm looking at the, the R five, um, and then trying to kind of just make it all work. Uh, so see if I can get one of those. I enjoy the cinematic footage, my footage. I try to put out, I try to kind of have replay content. Yeah. Um, so the day of, it's always fun. It's always cool. But I really want the nostalgia. When you look back a couple of years from now, can you really rewatch it? Yeah. Um, or is it kind of just kind of junk? So I like the replay uh, where it'll continue to be watched and people will continue to enjoy it. And it's kind of a certain lock of, of time and history. Um, I try to kind of keep, I try to kind of compact my video as much as I can. Yeah. Um, I don't have any talking. I try to throw... Music that's kind of popular at the time, but I'm not throwing, if it's a mainstream artist, I'm not trying to use it. Um, So I try to condense it 15 minutes if I can, and uh, very fast-paced. Because, I mean, especially with media now, it's hard to keep people's attention. And Mm -hmm. I noticed when I'm putting out the longer videos, unless it's documenting something, the longer videos just don't get as much play. For me, um, somebody will fully watch a 15-minute video if I put out an hour video. Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody's really watching start to finish
0: yeah no no but yeah but i think i think you you the way you you're very fast paced and i think it's very eye-catching and and that's why i always tell people like some people will complain about my videos but the the reality is that like this is the way i shoot and then yeah other people on there uh, there's other people on youtube that shoot completely different and you know what yeah. that fits what people like it just you you have to find something that attracts your attention and and
1: and I agree 100%. Yeah, I
0: think, like, for me, like I said, I think I what I found out was my long videos are the ones that get played in when the shops, they just throw on TVs, the background. Yeah. They got someone waiting to be estimated or something in there, and it's in their lounge. You know, at the end of the day, um, that's what I get a lot of people telling me. Like, even there's certain, like, bars or clubs I've gotten people, like, uh, send me videos and they're playing like all the lowrider content, but they're just, you, yeah. you can't hear the TVs; You hear you hearing the yeah. music. They're just doing it for background. So the longer play for me, that works for me. But like, like you said, it's the, where your attention's at as long and that's the one thing as a, you know, fellow YouTuber, I always tell people you have to um, find what works for you and then run with it, you know? Yeah. And and like I said, I, I enjoy your videos. You put on some, I appreciate some good it. music and, and you get some great shots. Uh, I like the way you cut it and edit, you know, and that was one of the first things I told you. I was like, oh, I, I see how you, yeah. you, you kind of, how you chop it and, and you make it flow. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, how so where else, what else do you see yourself going with, with like, you know, just in YouTube and now that you're doing the, the interviews and stuff?
1: um i'm trying to try to just document as much as i can um i want to document as much history as i can by me um and then i travel for work so i want to be able to kind of just hop on a plane i would like to go and see a show in japan mm-hmm. i would like to go to australia and kick it with those guys up there um there's lowriders on germany there's lowriders like it, people reach out to me all over yeah and i think uh it's almost like a brotherhood like there's a lot of different car cultures and that's something that a lot of people from outside of the riding community don't understand. Yeah, um, When you're in lowriding, like it's almost like a camaraderie, like it's that brotherhood where if you go somewhere, they're not going to, they're not going to look at you funny. They're going to offer you a plate of food and kind of kick it you for a little bit, you know? Exactly.
0: You know? So. Yeah. It It's, I tell people all the time, people just don't understand that lowriding in itself is, is a different culture and it's a, it's a, it's a very welcoming culture. They don't, turn people yeah. away you can put almost you know you can put rims on almost any car and they see yeah. you're you're doing it low rider style i mean and then and you're and you're welcome it's 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 they're not going to yeah. judge you they're not going to kick you out for having a, a you know an import or, or a high rod and uh i've seen that and i i know it's it's a fact that that low riding your car it's just they're car enthusiasts and, and we get yep. ideas you get low rods and stuff like that customs and you know it's 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 a great thing and and at the end of the day i do like you know like you said document the culture at the end of the day it's it's leaving history leaving something for you know everybody to have uh you know and and we look back in the past yeah so um do you have a photography website
1: uh not at this time um i have to kind of kind of wrap up on that stuff so the reason I, I got even into photography. So my background is in architecture. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I do photography of buildings and stuff. Yes. Um, so that's my main, that's actually my bread and butter. That's where I actually make profit mm-hmm. for the YouTube stuff. Uh, myself, I'm not monetized on YouTube, uh, my photography. I try not to even watermark my stuff from, mm-hmm. I don't know. I see some pictures. Sometimes I just can't remember if I took this picture or somebody using it. So yeah. I might, I, but I would prefer not to, um, I just want to be some, there, somebody that's documenting, and not really. I'm not here to profit anything. And most people that I know out in this side of mm. the U.S. aren't profiting either. Um, it's you're in a really good position if you're able to profit. Yeah. Um, but I know that's that's not your main, the main thing that you're doing it for. So um, that's definitely. I don't see myself really profiting much off of like the lowrider side of things. So yeah, I don't know for you to really uh, a website would really work for me.
0: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, for me, I actually, you know, the little the little hint is, well, see, we have the custom Vita website. And now it's yeah, it's it, it's it's a different direction and it's going to be geared to uh, media and representing behind the scenes and stuff. And I want a, one place to send everybody um, for like the Pinches Lowriders side of of things. I really created that website just to accent my YouTube um, to just kind of bring people full circle. Yeah. So I tell people I, I do enjoy taking photos myself. And um what I do is I you you really utilize it to bring people back to the video. So it's like you could go to the YouTube channel, but then you can go to the, the, the website. And and what I found and when people enjoy your content is not everybody has social media. And Correct. so they want to still see your pictures so then you're either going to do like a slideshow video or you have some kind of platform where they don't have to have social media to see your pictures. And it could yeah. be just as simple as just a, a portfolio type website. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's free versions of a couple different things that were, um, you know, it's not going to get that technical until, you know, unless it gets technical. then you know, then you build yeah. it there if you really need it to be more. Um, but I, I can definitely recommend that, you know, sometimes just having a, 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 basic portfolio website, um, can benefit you because people just, it just gives somewhere to look and it, it brings people back. And then anything you're, you know, you're, you're doing with like, you know, with your new podcast style, uh, videos and stuff. I think that it would yeah. accent that a lot. I mean, it
1: just gives people yeah.
0: re- uh, more reference, but then again, I, I think
1: that's,
0: you just that's a good idea.
1: Um, I uh, I just haven't, and myself, I haven't really built up a good enough portfolio, I think, for mm-hmm. myself that I like to display. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, within the last year, I think I have improved slightly, because um, initially I used to only shoot, shoot video when I go to shows. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it is for you, but I'll carry my big body camera, I'll have a GoPro in my hand, and then I'll have a, a drone in my book bag, and it's just hard to take pictures and yeah. do everything simultaneously, so it's almost like you have to pick and choose. And between all three of them, I try to do the video on top, like yeah. that kind of reign supreme. And then if I could capture a couple dope photos in between, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, but it's really that video that I'm trying to capture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely feel you. I, if, I think video is my priority. as always, and then some, some shows I don't even have time to take pictures, to be honest with you. And, yeah. And depending on what it is, it's, it's kind of like I do it in a format, like a lap. So like the first lap is like, I'll do video. I tell people the reason yeah. why I like doing video first is because then I see things, and then I'm like, okay, I want to come 100%. back. And I want to come back and get a picture of this. So yeah. where where the details are maybe not in everything that I shoot, uh, sometimes they come out in my photos. So, yeah, you know. But I mean, it's just one of those things you got to prioritize, and and time is it, at the end of the day um you know we don't have two days three days you don't can't go back and redo it Uh, a car show a car show is once a year most of the time you know what i mean and yeah and so on uh the for for when you do your video um other than your like travel time what what is your normal uh you know rate of of uh of editing and, and getting it out there for people to see
1: so I try to get the video within a day. I with it if it's within like a five hour driving distance, I'll drive from mm. being in Ohio, I'll drive to Michigan, I'll drive to Chicago, I'll drive to Kentucky, I'll drive to Indianapolis. Um I have to kind of sprawl a little bit more east, like I'm just trying to see if I could do a New York City show this year. Yeah. Um but to July do that 10th. and Yeah. July so,
0: July tenth they're doing one just to say. But yeah, they're doing a yeah. like, cruise out there
1: yeah and that that's something that's mad epic that I would like to see um but getting back and I try to edit the video the same night and kind of have it out either by that morning mm-hmm. um when you I try to do all my videos in four k so it takes some time for the processing it might be uploaded by like maybe three a m mm-hmm. but it's not gonna actually be published until maybe seven the following morning only yeah. because I don't want to put the video out not at four k resolution I want to make sure. I don't want nobody watching it in three sixty or anything like that and thinking like, whoa, this guy sucks. Yeah. So I'll wait that couple hour or two for the process fully and then I'll try to publish it.
0: No, yeah. No, I remember so. I re- yeah, I remember when I first had a couple of the cameras I had and um, they weren't even ten eighty and, and then right away people were just like, Come on, you can't even shoot in ten eighty. Yeah. And then but what I, I won't I, I have capability of shooting four K. I just don't do it it because it takes up time.
1: You know, I mean, it and does, it, and it takes it's, up
0: a lot of space in your computer. So.
1: It takes up space in your computer. It's longer to edit, yeah. and then when you go to upload, it's a longer processing time. And then most people don't even realize it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. most people price. are happy with 1080p. Yeah, uh, and then you could do like the 2.7. People are going to like that, and yeah. then 4K. After four, I can't see myself shooting 8K. Yeah, but, that's crazy. I mean, 8K is a lot. What's it? Yeah, because once you get to 4K, it's almost crystal clear depending on what you're shooting. Yeah. Because um, I know the GoPro I have to shoot 8K. What's the point, man? It's just going to take longer for everything.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless someone's so. watching it on a dang wall or something, a movie theater, it, it doesn't yeah. need to be that that big. But And then, you know, so the same thing. It's like, I think what you said, the, you want looking at the R5. Have you looked into the R6? Those, yeah, it's, it's just as it's just as about the same value, I think. But the R five had the heating issues, I think.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the R five has the heating issues, because it shoots in AK. Mm. Um, the R six is nice. Um, I I want to stay with Canon, but I just got wind that DJI was producing um, their own kind of mid body, yeah. which is like a Hasselblad kind of uh, type looking camera. Yeah, and with everything that DJI does, I mean, I kind of want to wait and see what they kind of put out only because they're all their other components that they put out. I've kind of been happy with, yeah. um, they have their huge Ronin. They have everything they put out. is kind of on point. Yeah. So I, have, yeah I don't I have think, one of
0: the Ronins and I think that their video, I mean, everything they do actually, they I think they're going to, they're the, they're the people that are going to put GoPro out of business. Cause I don't even see GoPro running yeah. any, anymore.
1: A hundred percent. So GoPro, they've had a lot of issues. Even my GoPro 10, there's like a media mod for it. It overheats. Um, DJI is like killing it. They they kind of set up that they're going to be in the photography and videography area, and now they're just sprawling out and kind of conquering all kinds of different areas. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I remember that that other that crazy camera that I was telling you about. That that uh. Oh yeah. Um, it was DJI, but it you know you had to buy the lenses and everything, and it has yeah. Like it's, it's that's for some serious you know filming, but yeah. that's up
1: there with like a ride. So yeah.
0: It just, at the end of the day, I think, I think Canon's good. I mean, I love my Canon. I yeah. have my, I have my mirrorless, which is the R and then, you know, they came okay. out, they came out with the five, but I, I would look into the R too. Cause you know what? It's already old enough where it's, it's already uh, less money, but uh, I've been watching some them. recent reviews of people saying why you, you could still, why it's still valuable. If you wanted to invest, I'm actually thinking about getting a second one instead of getting, I, I wanted to get the three, the R three but that's, that's a the money. that's a six thousand dollar camera and
1: correct just the body
0: yeah and that's just the body but uh yeah uh i'm thinking about maybe just going with a a, a, a second r or i'm just gonna hold off because right now yeah i have the rp as well and that's my little second camera and it's my small camera okay. so when it's like light when i want to do like light duty stuff and yeah it's an easy camera to now rip.
1: do you shoot any video with that r
0: yeah i shoot i shoot it handheld all the time really yeah, and and so a lot of times when it's I'm out in the street at like a cruise, I use I have to use the R because um, the GoPro is just it. Sometimes I ha- I'm not gonna get across the street, so I gotta okay. use the, I gotta use a regular lens and zoom in. And, uh, and
1: honestly, sometimes when you get those zoom lenses and you get some of those uh, actual compositions. Looks a lot better than being on a GoPro yeah, all day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and and I've and I've noticed that it's it's just my biggest thing actually doing being in the streets and doing handheld is I need to slow down. So yeah, and so but but I've actually been using some of the um some of the um the software to smooth okay. out some of my videos. So now. I, I've noticed because people have, you know, of course, on my YouTube, they, they talk, you know, people, you get the haters or whatever. And, and some people yeah. complain, and I'll and I'll look at a video and go, you know what, man, they're, they're, it is too fast. Like I am moving too quick. Yeah. But it's hard when you got like one car, car hopping and another car starts hopping. It's and,
1: rough, and, and, man. Yeah. You're, yeah. A, you're out there in the Mecca where there's like thousands of cars. Yeah. At just a small every weekend show. Out yeah. here, we're getting maybe a hundred cars. So it's a lot, but it's not as bad as what you have to deal with oh yeah so,
0: yeah it, it, it's just like i'm just trying to get everything you know and and that's yeah. and you get it you get overexcited and you move too fast and then when you edit you're like oh man this is, this could have been clearer if i would have just slowed yeah. it down just a
1: little bit that's and, the worst isn't it like when you're in the editing process you're like fuck man yeah. i wish i would have caught this or i wish i would have got that better angle and then you're like man what do i do do i even put this out yeah or and, do i cut it
0: yeah exactly and, and a lot of people don't realize that that in at the end of the day until you see what you do in the camera on the computer, you don't realize that it's happening or yeah. you don't realize how much um, how hard it is to capture everything that you want to capture sometimes. Yeah. It's not it's not it's that rough. easy. Yeah. It's and, not and uh you use the Go- the GoPros because it just keeps things simple. I always tell people that that Correct. And, and, at, and, and at the end of the day, it allows me to keep things simple. And then you can get complicated with your with your photos or if you're doing to do some detailed shots, you can use a a different camera. I have the Ronin and I actually got it more. I I wanted to play with it out there and get used to using it in in the car show scene. But what I really had got it for was like doing weddings and stuff to be more professional. So it's one of those things where it has its uses, but at the same time, it's heavy. Heavy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be out there. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to the gym, man. You just be up there carrying the Ronin all day.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the camera just in general. I mean, and I use, and I use a battery grip and everything. So I use, I always, because yeah. like I don't want to change batteries.
1: Oh, that's the worst.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that yeah. but, um, but yeah, you know, keep you know, keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, I really appreciate your videos. I appreciate your help. You've, you've also done some videos and, and put them on uh, for the Pinches Lowriders YouTube um You know, so anybody that's listening, you know, remember Ketos media, look it up, subscribe, go subscribe to his YouTube support. And, uh, you know, maybe you will end up getting uh, monetized and then things might change a little bit. But, you know what, at the end of the day, that that coin goes what? I can only imagine you're only going to put it right back into doing the same thing you're doing.
1: Yeah, that's all that would happen, man. I would just continue to do kind of like what you're doing, purchase more uh, camera equipment and uh, just keep investing in yourself. Other than that I mean what's
0: the point yeah exactly it, it, it to me, I mean, cause, you know I've heard people before it's like, oh, you must make all kinds of money, no, I don't, and you know most youtubers, especially like in the car, I would say the car culture, I don't think a lot of people are making a lot of money doing it with even with the YouTube and everything, but i right. think I think that um you know it it's a great way to you know do your art. and and do your, 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 uh, cinematography and, and, and other things. And, and, you know, for myself, like, I think eventually I want to try to do a short film and, and integrate with other people and work with other people. And and that's one of the reasons why with the Custom Vida, I am, I'm looking for the other YouTubers, I'm going to be looking for other photographers and, and bringing them in and shining a light on some of these people because, it can't always be about me and there's other people like you that are in different parts of the country celebrating and doing the low riding and that, and people don't, you know, not always realize that. And, and yeah. they'll say they're tired of seeing the same cars in town, but well, then either go out of town mm. or, or watch other people's yeah. videos, <laughs> you know? I agree. So definitely, um, you know, like I said, and it's been a pleasure, uh, all the stuff that you've helped me with or, you know, the footage that you came up with and, and stuff like that. And, and like I said, this, this next year, things are going to grow and hopefully we can line up more and get some stuff done together definitely. and team up on a couple uh, projects, if anything. So
1: definitely, definitely.
0: So uh, is there anything else you'd like to add since we're
1: cool man, I just want to say thanks to everybody uh, out there that's listening and everybody that's supporting um, drop a like on the video, you know, subscribe to future slow riders. Um, and then anybody that's looking to get into photography or document lowriders as a whole, honestly, if you don't have a camera, start with your phone, um, yeah. start somewhere, mm-hmm. just document. And, uh, it, there's nobody better than anybody else. It's crazy because sometimes you'll be out there and people will think that you have beef with other people that are documenting the content, but it's exactly mm-hmm. like you mentioned, there's different styles. And yeah. Hey, if I miss something, I want to see it myself. I hope that you got it. So, I mean, I, would prefer if everybody was documenting almost. So, I mean, there's nobody that's better than anybody else. And, uh, if you see me out there, man, say what's up.
0: Definitely. And then with that said, really quick, um, you know, the, the whole documenting and with everybody else out there, um, do you find, do you find that the people are starting to realize how important us media guys are?
1: I think so. And I think it's, it's good to network with other people. Like, um, uh, I get a lot of love from outside of my area, so mm. I love to travel outside of my area. Mm. Um, and I would suggest anybody that's documenting, if you feel like maybe you're not growing as much as you want, maybe leave your area and document other cities or like spread your wings, you know. And um, networking with other people, if you see somebody at a show, talk to them. Hey, what kind of camera are you shooting with? Most of the time, they're going to be cool. I mean, they're going. We love to talk about camera stuff, yeah. and they're going to ask you, Hey, what are you shooting with? Oh. Like and honestly, there's a lot of content coming from people shooting with cell phones. Like there's a guy Brooklyn John, mm-hmm. you know, he shot with cell phones for the longest time, and his content is on point. Yeah. He's editing with Final Cut Pro, but mm-hmm. man, just out of cell phone with a gimbal, like you could almost challenge it with any DSLR. He would put motion blur on stuff, and a lot of uh, key, key lining. It's crazy, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Because so. everybody has their talent, and 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 that's the one Correct. thing that. That you have to appreciate. You can't sit there go, oh, well, they're not good enough because they don't have nope. this camera that. And that the days of that is gone. And yeah. I think that you know, like people don't realize, you know, just the the people that are out here supporting uh, the movement, the lowriders, and the media. Um, you know, the kids are seeing it. The young adults are seeing it. The yeah. people that want to invest in something different are seeing it. And uh, it's what it's really what keeping mainstream uh, lowriding alive because people are seeing it's all, it's everywhere more than they thought. Everybody just thought it was Correct. LA, you know, and stuff like that. And it's Correct. Not. It's if
1: anything, not. it's birthing a new generation where people are growing up, seeing it on social media,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, seeing it in video games a lot more. And there's going to be another generation that's going to come out, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, but it's just inspiring a brand new generation essentially. So, it's good to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it just it's it's a really good thing, and and it's always been my my intent, you know, if to inspire, and I think that YouTube is, I think one of the best things when it comes down to it, because video, in my opinion, is king, and I think video, Correct. um, really does, um, you know, play the part in in people being visual. Like I came from myself, I came from you know, I was an MTV. Uh, baby as you want to call it MTV kid and uh, you know so later on in life I realized wow like I used to get in trouble for just watching all these damn music videos and come to you know figure out that it probably inspired me a lot to do what I'm doing now so yeah
1: and it's crazy when you look back to see things like that because everything is it it changes your perspective on things so it's interesting to see like how you mentioned MTV and Um, I mean, what we're doing now is going to maybe inspire somebody else. I'm sure your work will. I don't know if mine is kind of at that level yet, but I mean, it's just going to continue to grow and touch more people and somebody else is going to get a a camera want to be like Peaches Lowrider someday or Custom Vita, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think, but, but, you know, you'll, you'll reach somebody that it's in your, they're going to be looking in their side of town and and, and in your cities and and, in close by and, and it, all—it's gonna take. At the end of the day, sometimes it just takes that one video to change the whole direction of 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 your whole YouTube channel, and we all know that. Yeah. Being, getting something that's viral, or just being in the right place at the right time with the right car. Correct. And that's all it is, and that's all it takes. You know, so. Correct. You know, just go with it, and you know, like I said, I wish you the, you know. The, the best on all of that on, on, on your YouTube channel, like I said. And, and I, um, I will continue, we will continue to uh, work together and, and, uh, and bring uh, people more low riding on, on YouTube.
1: Yeah, man, low riding no spot, man. All around, man. No matter where you're at, man, hit a switch, man. And then if you ain't in the car, take a picture of it. So. Exactly.
0: Okay, well, that being said, you know, I really appreciate your time. I, I thank you for coming up on here, and, and uh, I'll be updating the whole website. So we'll be able, I'll be making sure there's a link and, uh, and a video and everything to uh, your YouTube channel on the Custom Vita website. So once again, once again, Kenny, thank you. I really appreciate your time.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, man. Muchas gracias. Come
0: All right, brother. To see more, go to customvita.com.